Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, MBA and Master Certified Professional Life Coach, Lisa Oglesby. Hello, my loves. It is so nice to be here with you again. And today I'm going to build a little bit off of what I talked about in the last episode, um, which was my own personal experience with, you know, how my mind shift, my mindset had shifted and I was using tools and habits and different things that were meant to be good for me in ways that were actually not healthy for me. And, you know, how I became aware of that. And I, I guess I didn't really add <laughs> that that awareness, you know, helped me get back to really connecting with those practices and actually experiencing them again, which is really great. Um, with the meditation and with the yoga, I really love being present with those when I'm actually present and connecting, which can come and go during even a session well always I mean almost always it comes and goes even during a session but you know being present and remembering to, to connect back and getting the practice of doing that is a wonderful thing and it is very helpful so you know there are things in life that we know have general benefits and we know this through, you know, science and, and experience. And I've been listening to a very sciencey podcast called the Huberman Lab. Um, I'll try to put a link to that for you in the show notes, but you can always search if you're interested in super sciencey stuff. Um, and I really am. I've I've been thinking of some episodes based off of of that, but of course. It's not going to be anything near that that level. I am just a student of it, um, extreme novice of the science, but I do in, enjoy learning and hearing about you know the science behind some of the things that I work with, and also just the general science behind how our our brains and bodies work. Um, and the guy who does the the podcast, Dr. Andrew Huberman, is a, a neuroscientist, so I love that, and it's it's very fascinating to me. If, if you want to check that out, I encourage you to do so. But so it's brought me back to when I learned in school about science and the scientific method and, and good research studies and, and how to read and interpret research, even though it's, it's been a, a long time. But, you know, even in, in science, there are things, especially when it comes to like health, nutrition, mindset, mental health type things, there's so many confounding factors and that can can influence things and it's really hard even with the studies and the science to always be a hundred percent sure about everything and that's why I really connect with certain people in, in various industries because they're very open and they're like this is what the research shows this is the science and if I find something different that's something that contradicts it I, I have no problem admitting that hey that we we've discovered this you know they're not dogmatic or stuck to it they're just like this is this is the current science this is what it says if you show me good science that says otherwise I'm open to that as well and I really like that I feel I like the integrity and it's important to be 
to be open, but then to also be like, but yeah, there, there, there's no science backing that, or, you know, here's the science backing this. This is why I recommend this. So I really enjoy that. And I, and I hope to, to bring that kind of integrity, you know, to my work with, with you guys as well. Um, but it, he told this one story um, on the podcast that I'll share with you, like an illustration about science and studies and and how things could be interpreted. And I think this is very important with this episode to share with you, because in this episode, I'm going to be talking about being a scientist of your own life and really, you know, testing and trying and how to lean in to that experience, different things in your life to find the things that work best for you to optimize and even, you know, move towards mastery as we talked a little bit in the last episode, but I don't know that anyone's a master of life, but just move towards these periods in your life where you're feeling in the zone and you've got that flow going. And of course that will be cyclical, but, um, it, is something that would be good to to experience and I think that being a scientist of your own life is a good way to get there so before we dive into what that means and how to do that you know I will remind you that your mindset even if if you're approaching something scientifically with the the curiosity of a scientist or compassion that I will also say ask you to add to that that you know you have to be aware that if you're looking for certain outcomes if you are expecting to see certain results, your brain will still help you will find them. (laughs) So, you know, there are your own filters and your own experiences there that sometimes can be helpful and sometimes you can miss things. But being aware of that is what's important so that you can view these things with as few of those filters, blocking your understanding as possible. So, and I don't know if I'll get this story or this illustration exactly right, but it's, you know, he said, he said like there were these, these scientists and they were studying, um, a frog (laughs) and they were trying to find out about how the frog jumps. So they stood around the frog and they clapped and the frog jumped. So then they took, um, some medicine, some kind of I don't have said potion. That's scientific. (laughs) Um, Some sort of solution and injected it into one of the frog's legs. And so the leg was paralyzed. And they stood around the frog again and they clapped. And the frog jumped a little bit to the side, but it still jumped. So they did another leg. Now two legs are paralyzed. They clap. The frog jumped. They went through. They did all the legs. They clapped. The frog did not jump. And so the scientists concluded well, this is very clear, the legs are involved in hearing. <laughs> so then the story keeps going, even though the, the point is there, it even goes further, which I love. And, you know, everyone, they publish a paper on it. Everyone loves the information about how the, the frog's legs help them hear. And a, a young, new grad student comes in and he looks at it and he says, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you showed that, you know, taking this, this away was like a negative effect, but you haven't shown that, that adding it back is a positive effect. So you can't be a hundred percent sure that this is true until you show that it works both ways. So they did the experiment again until the frog didn't jump. And then they went back through and 
put a new solution into each leg to give back the ability to jump. And as they went through each leg, they clapped and the frog was able to return to jumping. And so they concluded that it was now completely solidified that you know, the legs of the frog were connected to the frog's hearing. <laughs> so I know I'm probably super nerdy for thinking that that's very funny, but it's, it's, very, it's very true of, of how we look at life through our own lenses and experiences and we're just completely convinced okay here's all the evidence this is true right so obviously um the frog's legs have nothing to do with its ability to hear it just could no longer jump even if it heard a noise (laughs) but you can see how that conclusion would would be drawn and that you know if that were real it could be published and shared and everybody clicking on it and being like oh yes this is true so it's always important to remember that even when you are studying and testing even if it's your own life that you know if you look for certain conclusions you're more you're more likely to find them so the first part of of being a scientist of your own life is approaching things you know with curiosity and you can start with some of the these basic things that we know. You know, if you're experimenting with your physical health, uh, your diet, um, that kind of health exercise, or if it's like the tools and the things we talk about here, as well as you know others, the ones that I teach, and then others like meditation, yoga, you know, any kind of lifestyle change or activity that you're adding to your life, looking, you know to see how it affects you approaching that you know okay so we know certain things are good for you like with diet we vegetables and eating lots of plants that's pretty solid right that that's good for you Um, but you may experiment with that right it might not be that every that all plants are a certain level of plant diet works for your body like that is something for you to test Um, It could be the same with physical activity. You can look at studies and find certain, like, you know, generalized ideas. Do this much cardio a week. Do this much, you know, intense work. This much resistance training, whatever it might be. You can find general guidelines, and that's a good place to start. You know, you can find general guidelines for your mental health. Of course, first, you know, if you you think that you have a, a diagnosable mental health issue, seeing a doctor... Um, or you know any kind of medical professional who who's licensed um, and educated to deal with that, and then you know there's all the layers under that. You you can see a therapist whether you have a diagnosable condition or not. You can um, see a coach for you know just working through your own experiences in life with anxiety, perfectionism. You know there's coaches out there. Um, for everything, <laughs> for showing up at business, showing up at work, um, you know, relating to your your partner, your family, your children, whatever it might be, there's a coach that can help you tweak that part of your life, um, and that of course will help your general well-being, your mental health on on those kind of levels. So there's there's all kinds of levels, and you know, things like having a meditation practice or maybe a yoga practice if that fits again science tweaking you know all these general things we know some starting points 
we have the information to figure that out. But going beyond that, you know, any there there are no shoulds even with that. And a lot of times people will say, well, you should do this diet, you should do this exercise plan, you should you you should meditate if you're not feeling good or, you know, you you should sit quietly in the sunshine. I've been sitting out in the sun in the mornings. Amazing. But, you know, looking at these tools for yourself and any tool, anything that you want to try and do in your life or just any experience that you want to have. Um, it might be something at, at work. Um, you might want to learn a new skill, take a course, take a class, apply for a promotion, anything that you're looking at in your life, you know, approaching it as a scientist. Like, you know, maybe there is a, a typical way this is done. There might be some general knowledge, but where do I go from here for me, right? What works for me? You know, approaching it with, with curiosity. Well, why does this certain, why is this recommended? You know, why does this work for some people? Can I see that when I try it? Okay, if it's not working for me, you know, approaching that always with compassion and curiosity instead of judgment, like, okay, can I tweak it? Is there, you know, something in my approach that I can do differently? Right? Testing it, tweaking it, and then maybe looking at it, you know, after you've done this, after you've experimented on your life and saying, hey, maybe this is not the right thing for me. Maybe this doesn't fit for me and I'll try something, something different. I'll make a change that, that fits for me or add a different tool or a different habit that can get the same outcomes. It's all about testing it and seeing what works for you. You know, it's great that we do have science and we do have these general concepts and, and principles about a lot of things. And even in life, sometimes there might be like these general paths laid out that work for a lot of people. And that's great. But that doesn't mean that these things are you have to do <laughs> the at certain certain ways. There there is room. There is room to breathe and move within there to be different and to be unique. But that information is good for a baseline, for, you know, how to start. It's not like you ever have to say, you know, where do I start? You can always go back to basic, what is the basic science and knowledge right now, um, collective information on this topic. But then you can be open, right? You can be curious and open and test things. Just because something doesn't go the way you expect it, it doesn't mean that you have failed and it doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong, right? Test, retest, experiment, be open, like be curious and interested and see what you can learn. I know it's like one of those quotes that nobody knows if it is true or relevant or anything, but a lot of people like the, the quote about the light bulb um, where it, it said that, that he said, you know, I, I didn't fail uh, 10,000 times. I learned 10,000 ways that would not work <laughs> to make a light bulb. And, you know, that that's exactly right. You're, you're not failing when you're trying new or different things in your life or you trying tools or, or figuring out, you know, what is a healthy balance for you. You're testing things. And you test and you get the results back and then that that lets you know okay 
this works or more testing is needed. There, there's not a, a failure, right? There's not a, well, you didn't fit into this, this path or, well, this tool didn't work for you, so something's wrong with you. Those are all thoughts, right, that, that our brain and, and our mind sometimes try to throw at us probably to get us to stop testing <laughs> because we don't like change. It's very scary. It could be dangerous. But it's important to, to look at that and anything you're, you're wanting to change and, and introduce something different into your life is, is to approach it, you know, with that, that, that curiosity of a scientist, like you're trying to, to learn something here that, that is truthful and helpful for you. And, and that's what we look for in science, right? This information that, that people can use so that we understand life and it does help us in some way. And, and that's what you're doing in your life. And if there's something that's not fitting and not working, it doesn't mean that you don't work. It means that thing doesn't work, right? Even if it, it may be your approach to that thing or even your current mindset, it's still not you. It's the thing you can use a different thing. I've used plenty of, of thoughts that I've built up to and held and later was like, oh, that thought's no longer helpful. Well, it doesn't mean that that thought was bad or that I was wrong. <laughs> it helped me for the time. It served its purpose. And now I see there's something different. You know, sometimes I, I use certain tools over and over again for, for situations that arise in life and I will have it not work. Am I, am I not doing it right? Is there something wrong with me? Have I found something that I will never overcome and this is just going to overcome me? No, <laughs> right? There's other tools. Like, okay, I can, I can be curious as to why this tool is not working, you know, and look at that and approach myself with compassion. Like, oh, you know, your tool that, your tool that usually works is, is not working here. That, that's frustrating. You're hurting and, and you're looking for answers. But that's okay. I'm here for you. I support you, right? Got that compassion. I got your back. What can we do differently? What can we, what can we look at? How can we tweak this? You know, approach the tool differently. Use a different tool. Turn to a friend. Turn to a coach and have a conversation with them. There are many, many different approaches that, that I could use and experiment with having anything that you try not work or fail is is not a reflection on you and it is just an opportunity to learn something that might benefit you in the future if you're open to that right if you're curious and looking at it that way it won't just be like another thing that you just scrapped like oh that doesn't work for me I can't I can't do that right <laughs> and just threw it away but something that you actually approached and looked at in a, in a loving and curious way towards yourself and tested it out and you're like, okay, now I'm sure that this doesn't fit with me and I'm trying other things and I'm going to find the thing that fits and, and, and moving on and feeling, you know, confident that you're learning and you're not, you know, stuck you're not broken, but that you're learning and you're going to figure out something that, that fits in that spot and works for you. And that's a wonderful thing. It's really going to help you to build your confidence, to know that, you know, 
it's you're not failing you're not a failure you just haven't you just haven't found the solution yet and you're still testing and there you know one of the the things that makes it complicated when we think about things as as problems um, to be solved is that we tend to look for that one solution and with a lot of the situations we face in life there there isn't that just one solution that is that's the answer that's always the answer and and someone can just give it to you or you just always know it it would be great if that were the case uh, and and there may be things that you've resolved in your life where that's the case but in general there there are you know many solutions available to us and different things that will work for us and maybe not for other people and definitely may, you know not the exact same things for people in in always the similar in similar situations because we're we're all different and we experience things through different filters through our own different experiences so you know celebrate those things that are unique about yourself and don't feel that you have to force a certain pattern a certain you know set of recommendations or you know someone else's ideas into your life and that that's the only way or even like I said when working with with tools that are supposed to help you and benefit you you know really connect and really test those tools out with openness curiosity and compassion and find out what you can learn from them and maybe they need to be tweaked to fit you right or maybe that's not even the tool for you or maybe not the tool for you in certain situations work with you sorry (laughs) bananas shaking her bells work with yourself you know and that's one of the important parts about having that compassionate relationship where you're supportive of yourself and you can trust yourself and you're not you know always beating yourself up and having negative thoughts about who you are and and your capabilities but you're able to see that you know life is this grand experiment and you are the scientist and you are going to figure out things that are amazing and fit in your life and that you love and it just takes you know some work and some testing and that will change as your as your life changes that will change things might not fit anymore so there's always there's always testing and growing and learning to be done but it's a part of of the experience is never like I talked about in the last episode it's not something that you have to do you don't have to be continually growing pursuing something in need because you're not lacking anything now but as life may reveal these things to you or you may see things like oh I'd like to try this or I would like to grow in this way know that when you're moving in that and again whether it's it might be your the way you eat, the way you exercise, the way you work, the way you relate to others, your mental health, your physical health. It could be any of those areas. As you move towards a desire to grow or learn in that area, know that there's not some prescribed path for you. That you don't have to do it some certain way. And if that doesn't work for you, that, that there's something wrong. That's not true. <laughs> it is different. And maybe those those basic foundations there that we can build off of, but you are unique and what works for you 
is going to change and is going to be different than what works for someone else. So, you know, love yourself enough to accept that you don't have to fit <laughs> in into any kind of blueprint or, or cookie cutter mold, but that you're different and you can figure out what works for you and, you know, be confident that you can figure that out and then also be confident to apply it to your life and live your life that way, you know, the way that works for you. So if someone else is like, oh, well, I do, I do this and this works great. You should try it. It's like, oh, well, that's great. Maybe I've tested that before. That's interesting. Or maybe I'll look into that sometime in the future. But you don't see it as a judgment on your life and you're confident in, in what you're doing because you know that you don't have to fit any certain thing and that you've tested out what you've got going and it's working for you and that's all that matters. So I hope that this episode has encouraged you to you know be open and experiment with your life and you know know that any failure is is really just an opportunity to learn and to create a life that, that works best for you nothing nothing has gone wrong and it's it's a good thing right it it's a teaching learning moment and it's going to benefit you in the long run so you don't have to stay in any kind of perfect plan or path you know that you may that you may have believed in in the past or that someone else may have pushed you towards you and you can come and and do these changes and start testing these things at any point that's also important to remember you're never too old or too far down the path to to make a change and to do these experiments um <laughs> i will leave you with another story joke illustration um but I guess it's real. There was a coach I was listening to, and I can't remember which one, but she said that, you know, she was working with someone, and I think it was maybe law school. The woman wanted to go back to school for something, um, but she said, but that would take five years. (laughs) And so the coach said, okay, how old will you be in five years? And the woman said, 45. And she said, okay, how old will you be in five years? I might have said four just then that's not right math in five years if you go back to school and get this you know this whatever it was degree or certification and she said 45 so either way whether you make the change or not in five years you're five years older so you can either have this in five years or not right it's up to you so there's no wrong time to to do this either you can always experiment and you can always make changes Um, you haven't gone too far down any path if you want to make a change you can so again I hope this helps if you need any you know more intense work as always uh, the link is available to you to learn more about um, coaching with me Um, consult link down in the show notes and like subscribe follow don't miss any new episodes also would love five star rating and a review if you love the show and want to help share it with others that is a simple and easy way to do that and i thank you for your time today and i look forward to hearing about your experiences with being a scientist of your own life